Well, one free agent quarterback's off the board before it even begins. So how does the rest of it stack up? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome to the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Apologies. As you can probably still tell, a little bit under the weather last week was very difficult to even just get through the limited appearances that I make on Draft Dudes. And so attempting to talk through an entire TDN Daily episode uh, was... A bit of a challenge. So we took a couple days off to rest the voice, to try to get a little bit better. We're on the mend. We're turning the corner. So we are back here on a Monday. This is free agency week here on the show. We're doing a full free agency preview all throughout the week, uh, and we'll intermingle in all of the news. And luckily for us today, uh, we were going to talk about free agent quarterbacks. Derek Carr jumped the gun, says, I'll beat you to it. I will make my uh, my team selection. I will be going to the New Orleans Saints, signing a four-year deal. And so that allows us to kind of reshuffle the board this week. So quarterbacks today discussing the actual free agent agent um, options that are out there and then the rest of the week tomorrow we're going to do a lot of the skill position players running backs wide receivers tight ends uh, then on Wednesday we'll do all linemen uh Thursday, defensive linemen, D-tackles, and linebackers. And then on Friday, we will do the DBs, the corners, and the safeties. And we will get into all of that throughout the week. Uh, and it should be a lot of fun to have this conversation with you all and to determine who are the top-tier options, who are the middle-tier options, and who are maybe the surprise options that could get a lot of money. So a lot of fun to be had here on the show today. But before we dive into Derek Carr coming off the board and the rest of the quarterback free agency market, I got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. You just got to make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. I will tell you. Derek Carr, of all of the free agents available at the quarterback position or those that will be free agents by the time the uh, the tampering, legal tampering period or the contact window opens up in the National Football League, Derek Carr ahead of everybody because he got released. He was that top option, right? We can talk about Lamar Jackson probably being that tier one option, but will he actually um, be able to explore free agency? He will only be able to explore that if the Baltimore Ravens choose to not give him any type of the franchise tag or they choose to give him the non-exclusive tab tag, which will allow him to talk to other teams those are the only scenarios where Lamar Jackson uh, could talk to other teams and could be playing elsewhere next season so until that actually happens not really sure how much we can count on Lamar Jackson being in the mix the same thing applies for Geno Smith he's probably going to become a free agent and he's probably now the top option right of of the quarterbacks that we think are actually going to hit free agency then that tier below you're probably looking at Jimmy G and Daniel Jones we know Jimmy G is going to hit free agency Daniel Jones there is a lot of traction heading in the direction of him returning to the New York Giants. His agents are actually going to Jersey today to meet with the New York Giants ahead of Tuesday's franchise tag deadline. So it appears as if they are trying to get that to the finish line so the Giants can turn around and use the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. And I think the fun thing is, is as the week progresses, we'll learn more and more about who's actually going to hit free agency, who's going to potentially get the franchise tag. Like, for example, tomorrow, there's not going to be a conversation about Tony Pollard. The franchise tag's been put on him. He's not going to be able to hit free agency. That reshuffles the board a little bit. So since we don't have all that information, we're kind of dealing uh, uh, from an incomplete data set at this point, but we're going to do what we can. Then after that, you have this group of quarterbacks. Jacoby Brissett, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, Taylor Heineke, Jared Stinham, Mike White, Nick Mullins, Cooper Rush. 
It's kind of the group that you're looking at. Probably throw Tyler Huntley in there as well. That's the group of quarterbacks that you have. There is a steep drop-off. And then we're not talking trades, so we're not talking Aaron Rodgers. We're not talking Lamar Jackson in depth. We're not talking Ryan Tannehill potentially being on the move. We're only looking at free agency. And so if you are a team that hasn't signed your quarterback in the New Orleans Saints, signing Derek Carr to a four-year contract, giving him a ton of money, good for Derek, good for the Saints. I think it's a good move all around. Saints can Saints are going to have to really kind of work that contract number to make sure it can fit in for their, ta- or their salary cap bill for 2023. But I'm sure they'll get under the cap like they always do each and every season. So if you're a team that is still interested in looking for a quarterback, the Jets, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Colts, uh, the Falcons maybe perhaps, all these teams that could potentially be looking for for a quarterback. Seattle, if Geno Smith ultimately hits free agency, this is the group that you're looking at. And of the free agency options, Geno Smith probably coming off the best season out of any of these guys, uh, probably played the best last season, is probably in line for the biggest payday out of any of these guys that are going to be able to hit free agency. He's probably your top-tier option. After that, your middle-tier option, the guy that you probably feel comfortable with, that you'd probably feel like, okay, we can reasonably pay him to be an adequate starter for us, that feels like the Jimmy G bucket, right? That feels like you know what Jimmy G is. The ceiling's probably already there. It's a pretty high floor. The ceiling is pretty low. Jimmy G is what he's going to be. He's going to be stable. He's going to be dependable. If he is healthy, if he's able to play the entirety of the season, you feel really good about where you sit with Jimmy G. Guy's been to a Super Bowl before, has led the 49ers to multiple NFC Championship appearances. Again, if he can be healthy, if he can be in a position to be productive and be a member of the team for the entirety of the 17-game season, you know what he is, you know his strengths, you know his weaknesses, and maybe that's good enough for some teams. Maybe a team will look at that and say that brings stability at the position, and you have to factor in the injury risk as well, and that's why I think he gets bumped down a tier. tier. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have the injury history and didn't have the injury risk that I think a lot of people think he has, I think he'd be firmly in that tier two bucket with Geno Smith where, with where Derek Carr probably sat and where Jimmy G would sit as well if that didn't exist that does exist so I think you dump him down into a tier that is you have to hedge a little bit and you have to know what you're getting yourself into when you sign Jimmy G then that fourth bucket all of those names that I mentioned are are flyers you'd be taking a flyer on Jacoby Brissett over the course of a 17 game season he looked fine when playing as the starting quarterback for for the Cleveland Browns but again what's the ceiling going to be Sam Darnold showed flashes at Carolina but again you'd be betting on a lottery ticket Baker Mayfield Mike White Gardner Minshew Taylor Heineke you'd be betting on Cooper Rush you'd be betting on any of these guys to be in the capacity of lottery ticket. And if going into an offseason where you are potentially going to be trying to acquire a starting quarterback for your team next season, I'm not sure that's the bucket that you want to draw from. Maybe you want to pair a, a, a person from that bucket with a first-round selection. Let's say you're Carolina. I think it makes a ton of sense to potentially bring in a Gardner Minshew and Andy Dalton and Taylor Heineke to compete with who your quarterback's going to be that you draft in the first round. Right? That makes a lot of sense. If you're looking for a quality backup quarterback, I think this tier uh, makes a lot of sense. Right, The Raiders are looking for a starting quarterback. There are guys in this mix right here, Jared Stidham, who they're probably going to bring back. But again, this bucket to me feels like teams that miss out on everybody else and just want to bring in an established veteran uh, could go to. But more importantly, I think this bucket is very much for teams like Arizona, 
who are going to need a starting quarterback for the beginning of the season with um, Kyler Murray being out. Or a team like a Carolina, a team like a Houston, a team like a uh, Indianapolis. Any one of these teams that are very heavily rumored to be in the mix for a rookie quarterback, I think they go to this bucket to get them an established veteran presence to push that person in camp. If the rookie quarterback's not ready, they feel comfortable starting with that guy, and then throughout the season they can make a change. Because as we know, if you're going to draft a quarterback relatively high in this draft class, in draft classes in general, in the first round, the expectation is those players are going to hit the field at some point during year one. Right? Andy Dalton went through it in Chicago with Justin Fields. It has happened all across the league. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, they've been on the other end of that as well. So to me, that's that bucket. And so Derek Carr off the board, Daniel Jones probably going to be off the board here either via the franchise tag or via a new contract extension. Lamar Jackson can't put all our eggs in that basket until he's actually in free agency. So you're looking at Geno Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo being the top two options. Geno Smith feels like a very likely bet to return to the Seattle Seahawks in a lot of ways. They played very well there. They love him there. The, the team loves him. The coaches love him. His teammates love him. It was a great story last season. He can give them a nice, stable presence at the quarterback position. Yes, he's older, but where Seattle is in their life cycle as a team, they're starting to build a roster around their team, and then they'll get the young quarterback when they're ready. So Gino going back to Seattle makes a lot of sense. That leaves what? Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, Jacoby Brissett, Baker Mayfield as your top options at the free agency quarterback position. No wonder why the New Orleans Saints struck quickly for Derek Carr. No wonder why all the eggs of the New York Jets are in the basket of Aaron Rodgers. Not the the year, rarely is there ever a year, but not the year to be looking for a franchise quarterback or a starting caliber quarterback via free agency. Not a lot of options necessarily exist for you in that regard. Jimmy G doesn't feel like going back to San Francisco makes a lot of sense, so he's probably that top option. And then after that, you're picking from that bucket that includes, like I mentioned, Tyler Huntley, Gardner Minshew, Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Again, guys that you'd be taking flyers on uh, as potential bridge starting quarterbacks, but more than likely as higher upside backup quarterbacks in situation. Like, I think San Francisco might go into that bucket to get one of those guys to be their backup since they know Brock Purdy's going to miss some time. Trey Lance coming back. You probably want a veteran presence. You don't want to dole out the cash that a Jimmy G would require. So that's the bucket that you're going to pick from. Again, that that bucket's not going to be without opportunity. They're going to be flush with opportunities from teams and cash are going to go there that direction. It's just, if you're looking for a Cal- a starting caliber quarterback to help take your team over the top and be the difference maker, just not going to be in that bucket. And I don't know if it's going to be in free agency at large. Derek Carr coming off the board, going to the New Orleans Saints with that four-year, I think it's a $150 million contract, about $100 million guaranteed. It's signing. Great job by Derek. Uh, great job by the Saints. Um, I, I think it makes a ton of sense. And I think right now it puts the Saints in, in pole position in the driver's seat to be the favorites in that division. They are the team that has figured out their quarterback situation the quickest. Atlanta, who knows what they're going to do with the quarterback position. Carolina, yeah, we all certainly feel like they're going to draft a quarterback, but they're kind of further down the board right now. They'd have to trade to move up. What does that look like? Are they willing to to, to uh, you know swallow their pride and give up that price tag? A lot of factors that go into that, and there are scenarios where they don't get their guy. Well, guess what? The Saints got their guy. They got Derek Carr. Uh, the Dennis Allen connection made sense from year one. Um, it was the team that Derek visited with 
while he was still a member of the Raiders ahead of being released. Uh, and great job by Derek, not you know not approving a trade, being able to hit free agency, being able to talk to all of these teams. Uh, he saved his team draft selections that are going to allow them to invest into that roster to build around him. Uh, I don't know where it's going to be to come from. You guys know how I feel about this. The Saints and their cap situation is very, very weird. As we sit here today, they're $18 million under the cap. That's before the Derek Carr contract comes on the books. So there's a lot more restructures, and I guarantee you that first year for Derek Carr in terms of a cap number is relatively low, all things considered, that allows them that flexibility to be able to try to build a roster around him for 2023. But you got to give them credit. They, they, they picked their guy. They put on the full court press. They got it done ahead of free agency that now allows them to have a recruiting tool moving forward and gives them, what, a couple days to figure out the cap implications of all of that. So that's the quarterback market. I think a interesting market that's going to see a lot of movement, that's going to see a lot of different quarterbacks in in new places as bridges, as veteran backups with some upside. But again, if there's a marquee name, I think at this point it's probably going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, again, unless Lamar Jackson gets that non-exclusive tag and he gets thrown into the mix. But that's the way I see it right now. I would say very underwhelming class overall, not uh, the position you want to be in if you are looking at this group uh, to ultimately find a starting caliber quarterback in the National Football League. Like I mentioned, a fun week ahead tomorrow. We'll do all the skill position players on offense, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends, so probably be a bit of a longer show. Just wanted to get back into the flow of things, see if my voice could hold up over the course of, what, 13, 14 minutes of doing so. So running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends tomorrow. Probably some more news. We'll have a lot of franchise tag news as well that we can dive into here on the podcast, but a full free agency preview ahead of the free agency window opening up and all the chaos that that will uh, consume as well. So I appreciate you sticking with us here uh, while I needed some days off to to recover from some sickness. Uh, still on the mend, but should get better as the week moves on. So I appreciate you rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along. Got a fun week planned. Uh, thanks to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody has a great rest of their Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.